four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. If you're not a new customer, no worries. You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at even bigger NFL payouts and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. You know, now that my prediction is out, I thought Bills over Cowboys I'm kind of looking forward to seeing whether or not we can get a rematch of Super Bowl 16 and 23, a little Bengals-Niners action. But realistically, I'm excited about both games. And that's not just because, you know, I want to see Gaza's picks out. That's not the only reason I like Bengals-Niners at this point. Hey, don't forget, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code 518. 518 is the code. New customers can bet $5 on conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code 518. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. It's time for updates with the Empire, or from the Empire, I should say. It is the uh, the head coach himself, Tom Manas, uh, your buddy, your pal, uh, whatever the hell I am nowadays, Jeff Levac. I'm uh, snow removal, I think is what my, my current title is. And uh, we are happy to join you. I'm here in the uh, the lovely Techie Spire and Water Restoration Studios, and Coach is in the coach's lair. Somewhere hidden in Michigan is, is Coach Manas plotting the uh, attempt for a three-peat. How are you doing, Coach? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, um, man. Good. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I told you this earlier in the week. I, I called you and he's, I said, what are you doing? You go, I'm shoveling snow and I'm I'm cleaning up. And and I said, you know, if you don't want it to snow, do what I did. You know, spend a thousand bucks and buy this beautiful <laughs> snow plow for your ATV. And then you will get no snow. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm so excited. We're supposed to get three inches tomorrow. And I'm like a little kid on school day, you know, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm going to be up at six in the morning on that thing on the driveway. I can't wait. Well, that's like, I want to say it was three years ago. I bought a beautiful snowblower. It's, you know, nice, does everything you need, you know, and then I'm out there for like two years. If four snowflakes hit, I just run it for the fun of it. And then, but nothing. And now the last two years it's, I'm getting my value out of it. I'll tell you that right now. It's, it's definitely, and this stuff was not, Cause you're more pushing it. It wasn't like the wheels weren't catching. I was pushing that thing through the snow and it gets and, clogged. And uh, it's just when it's wet, you know, that's the worst. But if you want to do sleds in camp, I'm ready now. I feel like I'm prepared for sleds. I'm pre- like, I, I'm I'm, you know, hand placement. I'm ready coach. Let's go. Get it and go. Right. <laughs> now we're, we're getting excited. It's getting down to the wire. Um, and you know, this, when you get close to camp, it becomes like dog ears, right? It just, really fast um the last 60 days uh last you know 90 days whatever it is um as you get closer uh, you figure out what you forgot to do you know um and no matter i i'm a checklist guy you know that right yeah. and uh, i've got 20 checklists and i'm looking i go oh that's done that's done that's oh crap i forgot that one <laughs> you know um but i think um as of today, uh, around noon, I called Coach Ware to let him know. Um, I think we're officially at our camp roster. Oh, nice. Uh, that to be said, but um, I have room 
for maybe one, maybe two exceptions um, that I always keep in my back pocket because um, we had talked about it. Um, we are going to have a tryout, um, and we're going to we're going to have that tryout in Albany, and uh, probably the first part of March it's going to happen. I don't have a specific date. We're waiting on the arena to let us know and confirm that. Um, but yeah, we're going to, we're excited about it because uh, that's how we found like a guy like Kenny Magruder, you know? Um, so we, we want to always leave that option open. And our thought process is, you know, going for our third championship, it, we should draw pretty good attention for that tryout. Um, Absolutely. But if I can, well, that same, around that same time frame to let everyone know. Um, and again, this could be late February, early March. Um, we're also going to put together like a, uh, a fan uh, season ticket holder football 101 class this year, where we're going to bring in these people and not just, uh, you know, not just hobnob, but actually teach them arena football and talk about the nets and talk about this and watch film together and let them see what coaches look for and how we do things and that. And then sometime in March, I'd love to do a coaches clinic um, for uh, everybody from flag football teams to junior highs, high schools, all the coaches come in and I can talk about how it translated from big field to little field back to big field for me. And maybe they can pick up some of the stuff we do to be successful. I love it. I love it. Yeah, the the season ticket holder event where you'll be able to get your season ticket holder T-shirt, your tickets themselves, all that. Uh, it is going to be in the beginning of March. Full details to follow. Like you mentioned, Coach, it's you know getting the arena at the right time, getting this place at the right time is, you know, my my short stint down south. It was you're like, hey, we want to do a tryout, and I'm like, well. I start panicking. I'm sweating. I'm like, but what do we, where do we, where like, it's Georgia. Let's just go outside. And it was, in, it, which is very different than here. Whereas we just talked about, you know, perfect snowball snow fell all day yesterday. And I think we got another batch coming through. So it, it is, uh, it takes a couple moving pieces. We appreciate everybody's patience. We will have full details for you very, very soon. on well, all those and, things. And That's exactly right. I also want to talk about the schedule. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say about the schedule. It's coming. It's it's so close. You we can taste it. Okay, but to everybody, I don't care what the schedule is. <laughs> okay, whoever we play, we're gonna win, and we got to play fourteen games, and we're gonna win all fourteen, and we're gonna go to the playoffs, and we're gonna go to the championship, and it's gonna be business as usual around here. So it doesn't matter. If we're playing Orlando on that day or West Texas on that day, it doesn't matter. You're coming to support us. You're not coming because of who's coming here, right? So, um, you know, be patient. I know I've asked you this a couple times, everybody. Uh, believe me, no one wants to schedule more than I do because I base my entire year's practice schedule on our schedule. So I'm waiting patiently for that, but... And at the end of the day, guys, who cares? Who cares? It's interesting because, you know, it, even though it was only a little while, I can speak from, from outside now too. Like, we're the hunted. Like, we're the circle. Like, you know, like like you always see that that whole, you know, like 
when you're watching, especially like gambling shows or whatever it is, where it's uh, they've circled this one on their calendar. There's a chance that we'll play well the game before. Like we don't circle. Like they circle us. Like everybody's going to be circling when they come to the 518. Everyone's going to come is going to circle like when, you know, the whole thing, it, it revolves around us right now. Nobody wants to let three happen for the Albany Empire. It, you know, um, Christopher Walken, in one of his movies, did this thing about the old lion, right? And I watch it at least once a week. I have it saved in my phone. I watch it once a week. And I'm going to butcher it, but I'm going to tell it. And basically, it's about this old lion. And he has been the king of his domain for, for years, kind of like us. And it's hot and it's nasty out and it's dry and the hyenas start coming and they're nipping at him and they're nipping at his butt. And they're nipping at his arm and they're nipping at his shoulder. And then another lion will come in who thinks he's the young buck, the new young buck, the better one. And he nips at him and he nips it. And the old lion just sits there and takes it and takes it until he gets up and rips the shit out of all of them. And all I'm saying is, I know they're coming. We're going to rip the shit out of you when you get here. So it's it's kind of like we have to have that mentality because you're right. Um, do championships last forever? No. No, they don't. Right. But I'm not saying they couldn't last a decade. I'm not saying they couldn't last five years. Um, so many good things have to happen to win a championship, right? The first, which I always preach is you get the best players. Then you got to stay healthy, which is out of your control for the most part, except the way we practice. We practice smart. And then the third way is you hope some referee some clock manager, some fan reaching over the wall doesn't cost you a game. So then you got to worry about that stuff. But for the most part, we have three simple goals this year. And we're going to have a team Zoom call again tonight. Um, all 33 players will be on, plus yourself. Uh, uh, Mike, I know, is going to be on. Matt will be on. All the coaches will be on. And we do this, and we talk about our goals, our standard of performance, the things that we want to accomplish. There he is. <laughs> speaking, about, speaking of the old lion. Speaking of no injuries. What the hell? <laughs> we were talking about your back earlier, weren't we? That's no, good now. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's stretched right out. It's, everything's fine. Uh, you know. And the worst thing is you see him coming, you think, yeah, he's just going to wave, flip me off. No, no, it's full of salt. Full of salt. See, that's that's the epitome of the old lion right there. Right. Actually, so, it's nice when the lion has a goat, too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hi, so, Jeffrey. Hi, coach from our boy Darius. He's out there watching right now. So oh good. DB. Um, so so my thing is is that we have three goals, which we're going to talk about tonight, in addition to our standard of performance and our expectations, right? But the number one thing is is that we win every football game. Then we finish the season in first place, and then we win the championship, right? 
So that that's where we want to be. That's where we want to be this year. And that's what we want to concentrate on and not concentrate on anybody else and what anybody else is doing and who they brought in and all that good stuff. We'll scout them and then we'll beat them. Your, uh, your son, your son, uh, Phil, he's just reminding me at three ten. I got a shiatsu massage. That's what that, that's, that's what that was. <laughs> You'll probably get a bill under your door too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, trust me. There's a bill coming. It's going to be my, when I go to CDPHP later, um, you know, we got Darius. He says he's looking forward to seeing everyone. Um, he, he then, and Mike answered Darius's calls. Uh, <laughs> Hey, why don't you do me a favor? What, Darius hey. saw you give me a massage. He'd like you to answer the phone now, please. He said, well, no. actually, why don't you tell Darius to call in real quick? Uh, I don't have that set up. Oh, you don't not, have set up no, today? I don't have that whole set up today because it's okay. just you and I, man. Come on now. He's all right, right in. Oh, I just, okay. Um, well, you know, and and he, DP is a guy who totally gets actually, where we're at right now. I could, probably, I could probably get him on if he really wanted to. I could get it. I could figure it out. Well, if, if you're really gonna, if you want to get on, let me know. Um, right. But uh, I can send you a link. But yeah, yeah, it's it's, and you know, I see I see Melvin Hollins is in here. Like, it's did you tell the guys like that they had to tune in today as part? Was there like a secret no. keyword that was going to get them a workout like reduction no, or something? No, no. And and here, here's the thing about these guys, right? They're chomping at the bit right now. Yeah, as we all are, right? Um, I'll be in town the first of March. Um, three, four weeks ahead of schedule and, you know, ready to work and, and go out and see some people and talk football and, and prepare. So when these guys come in, everything's easier for them, right? The players, the coaches um, try to streamline everything. So I see uh, Charlotte. See, Charlotte just says, hi, good to see everyone. She doesn't attack me. Uh, <laughs> and then here's one. Here's one that I like the, the most right now. Our buddy Hal from uh, Fogs Automotive. At least you handsome son of bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I docked your appointment. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, you owe me a phone call too. Uh oh. Nobody's answering anybody's calls. I never do. Just look at the newspaper. Um, it, it's it's amazing how that works. But there's got to be a point. Where like like you said, you know, you're looking through and you're just you're checking off the list and you're making everything happen and and look, I know this that there's never like a hundred percent set roster because you have to be ready in case of injury, in case of whatever. But like at what point do you just if you look at one more contract, you're gonna lose your mind instead of running a drill? Well, it, it's the copious amounts of film you watch on these players, right? And even our players that are coming back. It's reevaluating all of our guys that we have now. Um, I'll give you a great example is that I looked at our offensive line and we have a good offensive line. We got a great offensive line, but I probably watched, you know, every game several times just of our offensive line to see, can I do anything to help make them make their job easier? Did the same thing with the defensive line, same thing with DB, same thing with quarterback, same thing with, you know, Coach Ware and I, we communicate two, three times a day on just trying to put together uh, the best football team as we can. I I'll tell you what, we, we, I think we're bringing in something like 13 or 15 rookies this year, okay, on our squad, and the rest are veterans out of the 33. So we're bringing in like 13, 14 vets. And um, 
all I tell these rookies is this. It's not my job to develop you. It's not my job to do anything. The only job I have when you get to camp is to give you an opportunity. And that opportunity is yours. 100% it's yours. Um, what you do with that opportunity is great. One of the biggest points we're making tonight in our call is don't complain and own your failures. Right? So I have this thing that drives me nuts is that when the play is over and a guy obviously gets either beat in the back end or a defensive lineman doesn't protect this gap or an offensive lineman misses block and you say something to them and they do this with their hands up. If, if you want to light me up, put your hands up. Right. Now, if you just hit yourself on the chest and say, I fucked up, it's over. Don't do this patent stuff. Don't do the hands up. Don't do the eye rolls. Don't do the head rolls. Just say, I, I fucked up. It's not going to happen again. And then we move on and we'll, we'll, we'll correct it in meetings. We'll correct it at practice. But um, the group of guys we have really don't look for the fire escape. You know, these are guys that run into the fire. Um, they know it's hard to play here. Um, they know it's hard, hard to be a champion. Um, and remember, we're not a championship football team this year. 13 guys are champions. 13 guys are champions. The rest of the guys, they're not champions. So we have to build that culture with half of our football team to, to create what we want. Coach, I want to uh, I want to bring up Ryan made a comment. And I want to I want to clarify because I don't think I think I think I don't think Ryan understood what we were trying to say, and we 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 get it. So Ryan said, I don't care who we play. Season ticket holders need to know if we're playing Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Okay. Right, we completely understand with that. No, that no, we, and, and we, it wasn't we, meant to be. It wasn't meant to be derogatory, Ryan, no. to, to anybody on their schedule or their dates. I was being more big picture for as far as the football operation side goes. Okay meaning that we don't care who we play, we don't right. care what date we play, we don't care if you if you booked a game for us on a Saturday and you booked another game for us on a Wednesday, we plan on winning both those games, regardless. Right. Um, the one thing about this, and, and I don't want to take away from what he said, so let me respond right. to that. You're right, 100% you're right, okay? But I can promise you that it's not going to be very far off of where we were. Right. And, and it's, it's one of those, we can only control, we can control, you know, and, and right now, you know, I know coach, I know you've called a bunch of times. I know Mike's been on the phone, Matt, my, I even every once in a while, they even answer when I call, which is like, Hey, is there anything we can do to help? What do you need? How do we get it out? How do we make it right? I've and called coaches, owners, commissioners, anybody I could call to ask if I can be of any assistance to help with this. Right. But it comes down to arenas. It has nothing to do with the football teams. It has to do with arena availability. Okay. So, uh, I, I, tongue in cheek, I always say, don't get mad at the Empire, get mad at Taylor Swift for booking that date, or get mad at this band for booking that date. It's, and I say that sarcastically, right. but that's, that's the dilemma we're faced with. And a lot of these other, uh, a lot of these other guys, that, that have uh, way worse schedules than we do because of their arena availability. You're talking teams that don't even play at home for the fourth four weeks or five weeks because they can't get in their arenas. Hey, and, and commissioner, you know, 
Chris has done an unbelievable job. You know, he's herding kittens, man. Okay. Yeah. Make no bones about it. And, you know, we could have had a schedule for you three weeks ago. We could have. Yeah. And, and if you don't mind 12 games or you don't mind 10 games or you don't mind, you know, uh, it changing three more times till the season starts, we're trying to give you something that you can put in your calendar. We can put in our calendar and go from there. So, Ryan, I completely agree with you. You're right. It has to do with your schedule. My point was, from a football standpoint, we have to take the attitude at this point. We don't care. Yeah. And, and yeah, because when when it does come out, it'll be the schedule. And, you know, to your point, Coach, the only thing that we can control right now is you get our best effort uh, every one of those games. That's the, the, the guys will do it on the field. You'll do it, you know, on the headset. And then, you know, when we're home, I'll do what I can do to make sure it's a, a great experience. And, and that's all we can control. Hey, I've seen drafts. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think it's going to be if, if that last one I saw is real. That's that's it's going to be a good time. I love it better than the first one. I'm trying to remember. I, it's been such a weird year for me. Yeah, I don't no, even know where I am half days. What I'm saying is, I think the fans will be very, very, very happy with the new schedule when it finally gets announced. And I think it probably, if I was to guess, I'd say within 72 hours. Yeah, I've, I've heard a couple. I've heard a couple times that they're they're very close. So right, this is uh, we're we're very we're very hopeful to be very very soon. And you know, we've been doing the update show like every other week. I'm pretty sure we can clear our schedules, and you and I will do a special when the schedule comes out. Oh, you know, when the schedule comes out, we'll pop in the show. I don't care what day it is, and we'll yeah. we'll get we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah, we'll get on as soon as we Brian, I hope that answers your question or your comment in a little bit. Anyway. Yeah, I just I knew that I I I knew that he he didn't take what we were saying the way it was intended to be received. So I just wanted to give give uh, give Ryan a little second there. Uh, we got another Ryan here with a question for us, Coach uh, Ryan McCarthy. Question for Coach and Levac: What do you think the NAL? Um, I'm sorry. Do you think the NAL will ever move the championship game to a neutral site instead of awarding home field advantage? Um. We get so little for winning the the league during the year. You really don't. The only advantage you get is you you get the fourth seed, right? When you play, we don't get a bye week where everyone else has to play. Um, so the only real advantage of having a championship uh, being ranked number one is home field. I think if you take that away, then it becomes an issue of does that mean that the home team will get 100% of the gate if you played in Indianapolis? You know, does the who pays for both teams to travel? Um, food, press conferences, banquets, things like that all start coming into play. Um, <clears throat> my only thing is this I truly wish if you won the regular season that you got a buy in the playoffs. If, if let me ask you that coach. So if a couple of years down the road, there is that conversation where there's going to be hey, more teams, there's going to be more teams next year. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So significantly so the, more teams. So if, if you were to lose the, you know, the home field advantage in the championship game, or at least maybe not lose it, but you'd have to win on the year that you were hosting. If you were getting the bye week in exchange, would that be 
that'd be acceptable, you know, trade off in your mind. No, no, I still want home field for my fans because people passionate like Ryan, right. Um, want to come to the game and maybe right. they can't get it fitting in their schedule to go, you know, uh, eight hours away, 10 hours away. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, if we were a nationally televised operation, which we're getting, you know, we're working our way to get t- television contracts and everything else. But if if we were to be there already, let's say several years down the road, um, then I think you could offset the expense and make it grand enough for the home team that that maybe it could work. I know like anytime I've heard or even had like, you know, just what if conversations with other, you know, people of power in the league, they always kind of shoot it down for, for similar reasons to what you just mentioned. I'm, I'll be very curious. Let's say that the empire does do what we're supposed to do. We go, we three Pete, how many of those voices turn into, you know, we could just pick a random, <laughs> like, I think, I think if we continue to win, there's going to be a point where they're going to look at us and go, yeah, no. Yeah, we'd like to do it. We'd like to do it. because there is one one small piece of data that I believe could be a good argument for why you would do it in a in a neutral site. As in the history of the NEL, the home team has always won the championship. Home team has never lost a championship game in the history of the NEL. Right. So, you know, and obviously it works when generally it's usually the one seed or the two seed, which you're the one of the two best teams, but it's just an, an intriguing as we get more teams, I can well, see that being a conversation. If you're the home team in the championship, theoretically, you are the best team in the league. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Or you know, if you're the, if you're the two team, you know, you you're second half a game off, or you know, one game off of being the best, or about or or as you mentioned earlier, that that fan over the wall or the clock keeper not knowing what he's doing. So it, it makes sense historically, but I mean, you know, you've you've played and watched more football than most people ever get a chance to do. The best team doesn't always win. It's the best team that day. So I can, I just like I said, I think I can see, especially if we continue this this empire dominance, you'll see some other teams that were like hell bent against it go. You know, it's definitely it's worth considering. <laughs> I, I just, <clears throat> I never want to be in the position of those teams where that's something that they're trying to push, right? Because that means they're not in the show. Um, for us. We, we sit, our viewpoint's always going to be different, you know. Um, would it be kind of cool to have your championship game in Atlantic City on the boardwalk, you know, uh, with all the hoopla or in Vegas or in Reno or in, you know, at, uh, you know, some beautiful other arena around uh, around the country? The experience would be great. The cost would be astronomical, and there would be really no benefit again to be the number one seed. And that, right. that's that's kind of that. Hell, man, <laughs> don't make me say it out loud because I I don't understand the awards in this league. I don't understand being first place versus last place. I don't understand any of that. So the way I counter that is just keep winning. And hopefully it'll adjust itself accordingly. And Charlotte agrees with you. If other teams uh, want home field advantage, then they need to win it. And you know, agreed. Mary oh. Jo agrees. A lot of people. A lot of people agree. 
and and I do too. I'm just saying, I can, I just love the the mental gymnastics of certain individuals, and I can picture them in my head who they would be, who have been no, no, it has to. That's your right because you they want that gate for that home field advantage for that championship game, and then when they go. Yeah, but Albany's always getting it. So let's go ahead and change our, our position on it. That's that's all I'm saying. I can see it. Well, the good news is Mike's on the executive board. So uh, it's it's still got to go through Albany in one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. And that's and that's been a big that's been a big thing. I don't think everybody fully realizes, you know, how things have changed having that voice from Albany on that board. And having that voice be the one that, I mean, you see what happens. He just said hi to me. I lost my headphones and almost broke my neck. So right. he has right. a way about him. He has a way with things. Um, here, there's a, there's a couple of questions out here. I, I think we can have some fun with. Uh, uh, Krish wants to know, do we think a TV contract will happen this year? No. Yeah, not this year. I think in the future it could, but the, see, thing, and, the and YouTube you, numbers are so good. And we'd almost, we almost don't need it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. Our YouTube numbers are through the roof for the most part. Right. Um, I think we beat everybody in our YouTube views, but here's the thing in order to get a garnish a TV contract, just like garnishing a good sponsor or a national sponsor or something like that. Um, you have to have, you do the population, you do the amount of attendance for the entire league right? It has to be up a number significant enough that garnishes uh, outside attention. So let's say we're going to try to get a national sponsor uh, for the league. Um, The dilemma is you're you're having to say, well, out of all these cities, and if you tally up the attendances and you tally up the YouTube, this is our number. And they go, well, we got to be at this number. Um, I think when we bring in all the other teams next year, um, I think that will significantly garner more attention for the television contract. And then I think the year after that is when something could happen because there's so many live streaming services now between, you know, Paramount Plus and Amazon and Netflix and all these guys are getting into Disney Plus and all of them are getting into football. So I think that it's good. The Sunday tickets headed to YouTube. I mean, so it's like, you know, there is that there is that part of it where, you know, we're I kind of feel like we're where we want to be because you can control your message a little easier. You know, you can see the instant numbers. And when you see places like the NFL start to move their products to YouTube, it's like, you know what? The world's changing. People watch a lot of different ways now. You don't just right. have to be on a four letter network. When, when I was when I started out, we were on NBC, right? Yeah. Arena football is on NBC. And, um, you know, I don't know. It it did okay. You know, it, it did all right, but it wasn't killing it. But now if you had that same product and you put it on YouTube, it'd probably be doing, back then, it'd probably be doing 100,000 views a game. You know, um, the, the here's, here's the other problem with TV contracts. Blackouts. Yeah, yep. So now what do I do? I tell the loyal fans of Albany, if you don't sell 9,000 tickets, you can't watch the game on YouTube or you can't watch the game on NBC or Paramount or Disney Plus or, you know, you can't watch it because it's blacked out. But if you sell 9,500 tickets, then it'll be on TV. 
Right. It's a, it's a tough thing, man. It, it you know it all sounds good until you can't watch your game. You know? Right. Until, until the first yeah, until the first time it actually inconveniences you on a, on a personal level, and then it's a whole other level. Lived, I lived through that for a period of time, a couple of years with the Detroit Lions, um, and uh, it just killed me. It killed me when the blackout rule came into effect. You can yeah. see, you can see the, you see like the hockey fans pop in. Ryan, do not get me started on local blackouts. Yeah, <laughs> the hockey fans are right there. So, so that that's the whole TV world that uh, yeah. with media. I think what we should do is just keep blowing up the YouTube numbers. Uh, I know a lot of people like myself. You know, I, I I'm actually in the game, and I, I may watch that same game on YouTube three or four more times. And I think that's what helps. Um, when you generate numbers, keep generating numbers and numbers that brings in the advertisers. Cause now the advertisers look and say, Hey, we're getting 25,000 views after the game and we're getting this and we're getting that. So they're getting an opportunity to always um, get their product out there. And to be honest with you, it's like somebody who goes out and talks, you know, to advertisers, sponsors, things like that. I don't think I've had one ask me about TV. But I've asked, I've had at least 12 ask me if I, they can see the YouTube numbers. They want to see, they want to see what we're doing on Facebook. They want to see, you know, who's watching on, on YouTube because that's where their audience is. So it is, it is one of the, um, it, 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 I guess it's kind of preference on how you want to partake in viewing the game. The best way is in the stands. That's the absolute best way. But the YouTube way is, I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't have at least one TV in their house where they can watch on YouTube now on, on a big screen. Um, we got some um, NAL news and notes, which it's, you know, we, we kind of covered a lot of it already, but I figure it's a good time to point out that one of your, one of our friends, Philip Barnett, let's go gunslingers. Good luck this year. Y'all can't wait to see y'all. Has he, has he, he didn't say y'all before, did he? Like, I, I feel like that's new. I feel like the, the y'all is a new thing for Mr. Barnett. Uh, y'all might be new for him, but um, yeah, you better keep saying go gunslingers, man. <laughs> He had his best game of his freaking career against us last year. You know what? And and he did. And he played outside himself. He really did. He had a great game. Uh, what they call him? Little Hopper? Yeah, Little Hopper Phil Barnett. Like, I don't, I still don't get the nickname. I still they don't. They get the weirdest names down there, man. They do. They do. But hey, I looked at their roster yesterday. I think they only have like 18 guys signed, 19 guys signed. Really? Yeah. But they, like, they've, I got to say, like, and obviously that was a team that, you know, started slow, got their feet under them, started to become a team that, you know, you you, you couldn't just check them off as a, an expansion team on your on your schedule anymore. Okay, okay. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to piss everybody off. Not you. They won four frigging games. Yes. Uh, enough said. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not, they, the team that started the season versus no, the team but that you're making them sound better than they were. They won four games. But my point of when you first saw them, it was like, okay, that's a W. To like, okay, well, let's go out there and make sure we play. Now, because when they got because they got us at the right time with the right refs. Let's talk about the factors that go into some of their success. Okay, okay? playing there is horrible. Yes. We, we all agree on that. Yep, absolutely. Housing was horrible. Travel was horrible. We got in at like 5 o'clock in the morning, and we played – we had pregame meal at 10, played like at 11.30 or something like that, crazy, noon, because they had a concert, right? The refs 
talk about five blind mice. Let me tell you what, that was horrific. That was horrific. And they've corrected it. And Joe Clarkson and Chris have corrected it. But last year, I was explaining the rules to the head official. Okay. I don't want to make them sound better than they are. They won four games last year. Now, if you want to tell me for an expansion team, winning four games is good in a competitive league like ours, I say 100%. But let's not anoint anybody, okay, because Columbus was better. Carolina was better. Jacksonville was better, okay? We were better. They won four games. Now, the coaches' language would be, Great football team. We're looking forward to them. We know they're going to be competitive and all that. Yeah, okay. I agree with all that. They won four games. My so the point that I was I was I was building towards is they got they they improved as the season went on. Maybe not to greatness, but they became a play a, a football team. I feel like of the names I've seen them sign, they should be improved more. Who did you see they signed? They brought gonna... back Barnett. They got Bain. Like they, they... Well, we didn't know who their quarterback was going to be until week, week, week three or four last year, right? I mean. No, we knew it was Kent. All right. I'm just I, – I just I thought I'd seen seen some signs they made. I thought they were looking pretty, pretty okay. All right. What did we talk about? If you want to be – look at Jacksonville's roster. Jacksonville's building a good football team, a really good football team. You can look at their roster and go, they're going to be good. You look at Carolina's roster, they're going to be good. Okay. When you look at teams like that and just by their roster and the depth in which they're building their roster, you know that's where we're going to have some good games, right? Hey, is there a, so, so as we look around the league, is there any other uh, news or notes that you want to hit before we uh, before we get into some more questions and, and talk about some other uh, other other things outside the NIL? Oh wait, my buddy Jay Larkin here, uh, Levac, you don't even need your shoes off to count to four. Um, thanks, and he, he wants you to continue to give me hell. It's it's nice to know Jay's drinking his lunch today. Um, so <laughs> the rest of the league, we know the schedule is, is close. It should be out any 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 day now. It could be any hour now. Um, as, as far as the rest of the, everybody's loving this. They're just loving that you're, you're coming at me over here. And I'm just, I'm just trying to give some nice accolades to a team. I thought improved last year. I did. I think they deserved all the awards. No, I didn't think they deserved all the awards, but they, hey, I'm not Hey, listen, I know I'll never win an award and I'm not taking anything away from coach Shaw because I love coach Shaw. But you tell me how you win two championships back to back, and we don't win anything oh, as a staff. It's because it's because I don't care for me. But give Coach Ware a trophy or give him a ball for God's sake. I don't started, care if you give me one. It started. I'll just, I'll just wear my ring everywhere. I can, I, go. I can tell you why. It started at three o'clock today. We'll be doing it every Tuesday during the season. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the reasons you, and those are the people and the people that are are, are um featured on said show are the people who vote <laughs> on who gets what awards but you want to know what's funny if if the biggest award you get 
for winning two championships and let's say you win coach of the year, you win something like that is a football. Okay. Yeah. Unless that football can get cut up into my entire staff, my front office and every single one of my players, I don't want your frigging football. Uh, I want to give my guys rings. Okay. So when, when I want to, when I want affirmation, how good a coach I am or coach where is, we just look at our players wearing their rings on the plane. And then we have affirmation that we did our job. This is this is a this is a um, a gift that one of our fans made last year. What is it's that? You, it's it's you and I at uh, Sea Smoke. Uh, your team just lost to the Albany Empire. Now tune in Tuesday at three p.m. <laughs> team President Jeff Levac and head coach Dominos break down your team's pitiful performance at the coaches show live from Sea Smoke Waterfront Grill. That's that's why you don't get one. But you know what's funny is it's it's not okay. I do it out loud. I I say it because I don't really give a shit. I'm going to say what I'm going to say, right? These other guys are saying it behind everybody's back anyway. They're, oh, saying, right. the same, they're saying the same shit. They're just not going to yeah. say it on TV or on a radio station because they're they maybe they're more polished than I am. Great. You can be as polished as you want. I'll just keep polishing my ring. Charlotte says the biggest award is being part of the Albany Empire family. Nothing is better. 100%. I agree. Like um, I said, you, unless you can cut that ball up into 35 different pieces, keep it. Well, I will tell you right now that I'm not cutting up my executive of the year ball. <laughs> as you well know, as you well know, you got that. Because you you did a great job. I'm I'm. Oh, that I'm, should have Mike's name on it. 100 should have Mike Cordon. No, 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 no. But Mike, right? Yeah. Back then, Ryan, Matt, um, Benny, everybody, every single guy, down to the guy who comes in the office every Monday and grabs and cleans our offices, to every single player, to the caterers, to the guy. You know, every every person should be a part of that award, right? And do we have an award for franchise of the year? No, I, I think was it huh. Jacksonville? I think is it? I think Jacksonville got it. I'm not sure. But how do you how do you get or San Antonio? I'm pretty sure San Antonio got almost every award last year. I told Damon. I said, "Hey, Damon, let's just win four or five games this year. We're shoe ins." <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing you can do now. You set the bar too high. But, but you heard me from I think the sixth week on last year. I said, "Hey, listen." I told this to everybody. Darius Prince better make MVP this year, mm-hmm. right? I yeah. said we have an Iron Man. We have multiple Iron Men on our team, right? Yeah. Um, we have, uh, we have all of those parts. I don't care that. Coach Ware and I, where the staff doesn't win anything, I don't care about that. As long as the players get their recognition for the efforts that they did, that's an affirmation of you doing something right. The only, I think we can all agree that uh, the color commentator did not help. Tom Goskeslowski, he was no help. He deserves no credit. None, zero. None. But he does want to know who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. Buffalo. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. Refund. Um, I would probably say at this point, 
San Francisco is going to be tough, but my Cincinnati. I like it. I like it. I've I've fought so hard to not be a Joe Burrow fan. I've fought so hard, and it's I can't help it. I'm liking this kid. He's so. It's like it's a it's this level of cockiness that that is playful and fun. Like if he was any less playful and fun, I would hate him. You know, I think I think there were some very poor coaching decisions last weekend, right? I think there was time management issues, there was game plan issues. I mean, you didn't like Zeke as a center all by himself. Was that Dallas? Dallas? Right. And I know what they were going to do. They were going to do a hook and ladder throw. You know, he was going to just the get line, the- It would already be in front of the speed and they'd be yeah. going. But, but the thing about it is, is like, if you look at Buffalo, the game plan was to make um, Allen a focal point runner in that game. And when it didn't work, they kept trying to do it and it wasn't working. It wasn't working. And, you know, it, it's great game planning on the other side of the ball where they mirrored him. They had things going. They, they The way their coverages were, um, they disguised a lot of things. They ran robber um, where they were looking like they're in one thing and then jumping balls and doing things. Um, same thing that happened to Dallas for the most part. Um, you know, and, and you got a quarterback and 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 Dak Prescott that I mean he leads the league in interception and he missed five games I mean you know and that's then he throws those two big picks in that game um and all that money right and I don't think Zeke played exceptionally well um not to the extent where he garnishes that kind of contract either you know um God love Jerry Jones. I love him. Uh, I've had an opportunity to meet with him, visit with him, spend some actual time with him talking. And he's so passionate and he's so, you know, wants to get a championship back. But I just think he's too loyal to some of these guys. You could have said that even when he did the the Zeke deal. It felt like, you know, the fan base was pushing for you to make the signing and everything like that. But it's, you know, he'd pretty much given you a million reasons to not bring him back. And then to give him that the deal they gave him, and you he reportedly hear like well, he wasn't he in suspension when he got the deal too? Yeah, yeah. And and you you know he's in Cabo working out, where all reports are he's working out a bottle of tequila, you know, a day. So it's right. like you know, and then Tony Pollard looks great until he hurts his leg, breaks his leg in the game. But it it definitely you can see. I, I see what you're saying. The loyalty is is possibly misplaced. Well, he. He's such a – people don't know this about him, but he's just such a good guy. I mean, Jerry Jones is – if you if you ever end up with Jerry Jones as your friend, you, he will he will give you the shirt off his back. He is that kind of guy. And I think it's just misguided, you know, um, loyalty. You know, there comes a point where I don't think Prescott's your guy. I, I just do not think he's your guy. I do not think, you know, Zeke is the answer. Um, you know, we have we have running backs in Detroit that make, you know, Swift and, and those guys, Williams, we, that make a, a fraction of what he makes. And you can see the passion and the fire and, the, you know, do anything attitude 
And yeah, I mean, when you put talent to talent, maybe he's got one thing that they don't have or they have something he doesn't have, but it's not worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And just think all the players you can bring in that could be better, you know? Well, I mean, Pollard, you know, Pollard had, you know, far better since he's been there, you know, again. And now he's getting surgery. Right. And he's a free agent going on this offseason, too. So it'll be be very interesting to see what, what they do. Uh, what the Cowboys do moving Give forward. Give them a $100 million contract. <laughs> Give them Zeke's money and let Zeke get out. You know, then he'll be all, well, be Zeke, all set. Zeke came out today and said he'd take less. Well, he didn't really have a choice at this point. He's doing a lot right. less. But it, it's just, it's right. it, it sucks too. Because so obviously, Michigan fan, not an Ohio State guy, never really liked Zeke, but at the same time, kind of liked Zeke's nonsense. I, you know, I don't know what it was about him when he jumped in the uh, Salvation Army, you know, yeah. walking and things like that. Like, I kind of like that playful. It's not really taunting. It's, it's you playful. See that? I didn't see that this year. Somebody went in. I don't remember who it was. They might no, have I, don't mean, I don't mean that actual physical. Oh, playful, no, yeah, no. I'm just saying that that youthful enthusiasm. Right. You know, there's a thing about, like, and, and I'm not saying we have players – that look like they're dreading coming to practice. And then once practice starts, they just do their job, which is perfect. Right. Right. And then we have others that act like they, you know, they're the next group going on the roller coaster at Disney, (laughs) you know, they're so damn excited about being there. And, and I'm not, I'm not gauging talent or performance by that, but in a game, um, Look at Prince. I mean, I always yeah. use Darius as an example, but who else looks more happy to be playing football than Darius on a Saturday night? In between yelling at someone, yes. <laughs> His passion you know, is real. So it's funny you say that. So I went back and watched everything. When the first confrontation happened between uh, Darius and Resignalo, right? Right. And Darius didn't say anything. And he was walking by Resignalo and Resignalo chirped at him. Yes. hundred percent. And as soon as he chirped at him, Darius flipped the script. Right. And then Resignalo was like the babe in the woods. What are you talking about? Why are you yelling at me? Right. It's it's that classic line. They they never see the first, they see the guy who retaliates. They never see the guy who hits first, see the guy who retaliates. That's yeah, why was, some of yeah. my guys hit him first. There you go. Right. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. No, that's true. And, and it's funny. I like, I love busting on Darius, but yeah, there is a, there's, there's an no, obvious you, you told me somebody him. who's happier to be a football oh, player on a Saturday than him, right? The amount of now, times he could have, he could have taken, you know, health reason to not be at practice at all or, or skip a game. And he buddy, never did. Let me tell you what I would have, I would have a little talk with Darius before certain practices last year. And I'd say, I don't want you doing anything. And he'd go, no, I'm okay, coach. And I'd say, I don't want you doing anything. I don't want you warming up. I don't want you stretching. I don't want you doing anything. I want you sitting over here with Emily getting ice or doing whatever you're doing. And I don't want you doing anything. Then I got to go do something else. And I turn around and he's catching passes. And, you know, and then we get done with practice. And I'd say, okay, now there's no way you're running conditioning drills. Come over here with me. And he said, no, I'm okay. And then he'd not only do conditioning drills, he would bust the guy's balls that weren't keeping up with him. <laughs> so, you know, again, leaders lead, right? And and some guys are good followers. You can't, listen, we can't all be generals, right? 
Right. And and if you look at it more often than not in military terms, right, it's non-commissioned officers that win medals of honor more than anybody. Right. So they're followers and they're the guys that go above and beyond. So not, you know, just because you're a leader doesn't mean you can't be exceptional. Just because you're a leader means that you can't be a good follower at times, too. Uh, I think that's that goes for everybody, you know. Agreed. Agreed. That's the uh, updates from the Empire. It's the Coach's Show. Coach Tom Manos, Jeff Levac here. And uh, Coach, um, I want to I, – I, so you said you, you kind of think it's going to be Cincinnati over the Niners. That's what I kind of got the vibe yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, <clears throat> which would be awesome because it'd be it would be the third time those two have matched, and maybe Cincinnati finally gets their W over the Niners. So I'm I'm all in on that. If you're right, I had the Bills. Obviously, that didn't work out. So now I'm 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 looking well, for that three my, that third I mean, matchup. Was I the only one that went? Are you out of your mind when it was Cincinnati plus six? And <laughs> and I went, where's my phone? <laughs> right. And and everybody bet Buffalo. Yep. Everybody yep. bet Buffalo. Even that mattress guy lost two million bucks. Everybody bet Buffalo, right? So what I'm saying is, is that it's I think there's a time where teams escalate. Yep. Uh, and I think Cincinnati from I think they're healthier. Uh, I, I I think they're in a position right now that everything that they're doing is spot on. I'd be really surprised if they lost. Uh, Carrie's an Eagles fan. She'd just like you know it's going to be Eagles Bengals, and I'm sure yeah, now right. she's going to she's going to tell us the Eagles are going to win. It, it is hard to bet against hurt, man. It's um, you know what? Talk about this is why I say win every day. This is why I say do the right thing all the time. I remember Jalen Hurt in the championship game getting benched and being the biggest cheerleader on the sideline and helping and encouraging and plotting and, and getting on the, the laptop on timeouts or on change of possession and helping them, even though he just basically had his balls cut off on national TV in front of a huge audience, right? Yep. Good things happen to good people continue to work hard, right? And then he had that, what, wasn't he down in, um, where was he before, Philly? Oh, well, you what, uh, transferred to what, Oklahoma. No, 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 <clears throat> when he went in the pros. Did no, he go he's, he's been with the Eagles. To Philly? Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, so, but he transferred out of Bama, went to Oklahoma, and then, then came up. Right. Took a fifth year at, at Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but, I mean, and then had great success at Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah, it's well, just it's when good. he talks, he talks. He sounds like Saban. Like the things he says sound like they're cut. Like if you told, if you put quotes up, and I couldn't hear him. You had like Siri read them, and you said, "Okay, which one's Jalen Hurts? Which one's Nick Saban?" I it, I would struggle. I don't know if I could get three out of five. Agree. <laughs> um, all right, I gotta do. You, do you watch? I know, like you don't get time to like do a lot of recreational stuff. Coach, do you watch wrestling? Do you watch the WWE? The Royal Rumbles this weekend. You've never watched wrestling at all? No fun at all? I will tell you a story that when I was in high school, I was a huge wrestling fan because 
my godfather was a guy by the name of Jimmy Butsakaris. They called him Jimmy B in Detroit. Jimmy B owned a bar called the Lindell AC right next to Briggs Stadium where the Tigers and the Lions played. And I would go in there as a little kid and get a sandwich and sit at the end of the bar. And guys like Mickey Mantle would be sitting there. Um, Billy Martin would be sitting there. Uh, they all love my godfather, right? And then all of a sudden it was Hulk Hogan sitting there, Andre the Giant sitting there, this guy sitting there. And they found out my family owned a restaurant. Well, so now I got Andre the Giant not only going to our restaurant, but every time he came in for WrestleMania, stayed at our house. Where do you get a bed big enough? Dude's a we, had this, we had a big pool in the backyard, barbecue, dad's cooking, this and that. I used to watch Andre the Giant take a bottle of Jack Daniels, a fifth of Jack Daniels, and drink it like I'm drinking tea and until it was gone and then get another one and still be okay. And he, <laughs> he, he showed me his world championship ring, right? And he let me hold it. And I put it on three fingers, <laughs> right? And just a great, unbelievable sweetheart of a guy, right? Um, so I got to be around those guys. So being around them, I became a fan. When their careers ended, I just kind of stopped watching. So I can get so so Super Bowl. You're talking Bengals, Niners. I can't get a Royal Rumble prediction out of you. No, okay. Who's wrestling? That's a good question. I don't know enough to know that. <laughs> You set me up. I don't like I watch it like once in a while, but I don't know. I don't know who's I don't see. I know guys like okay, Georgie Animal Steel. Yep. Well, Glenn's Glenn's uh, no Hacksaw was yeah, no, he was he's uh Glenn's Falls. Hacksaw was Glenn's Falls. He no, was no, with no, him no. when Hacksaw was Glenn Falls because Georgie Animal Steel was at Madison Heights High School coaching football when I was playing at Warren Mott High School playing football. So I used to see him on Friday nights. So, yeah. <laughs> so. so but Hacksaw that because they were all together and Hacksaw got uh got got a little uh Little uh, motor vehicle issue on on eighty seven. That's why that's why I get it confused. Uh, little Benny over here. Guys, Bobo Brazil. When my dad was alive, my dad loved wrestling, but it was, you know, the Sheik, you know, Andre, Hulk, all those guys. Um, so yeah, it was it was fun back then, and you know, I grew up. Benny Wednesday says uh, Cody Rhodes is going to win it all. So. Cody Rhodes. Uh, Dusty that, Rhodes' kid. Dusty Rhodes' son, right? Yep, yep, one of them, yeah. I saw him on a special. He has his own special on one of the streaming channels. Um, big shoes to fill with the dad, man. That was that was good. It was a really interesting watch. Absolutely. Watch. Um, so we're going to do this again. We're gonna th we're, well, whenever the schedule comes out, you and I will get together. We'll do I'm sure we'll talk to everybody before the two weeks. Yeah, because there's it's – it's going to be well before that. So um, the next coaches show officially two weeks from today, three o'clock. But when the schedule comes out, you and I'll do, we'll do like a, an emergency press conference. We'll just get together yeah. and, and yeah. do that. Cause I want to uh, go through, I want to go through all the games and I want to, or, you know, the schedule all the weekends and kind of let everyone know what our thoughts are. And, um, and, and I know I like poking the bear, but I think this year the league's very competitive um, I think that there's going to be some interesting games. There's teams I don't know anything about. Um, 
which I'm excited to play against them and, and see what they're about because they talk a lot of shit for not doing anything. <laughs> um, so it's always fun. It's always fun. Uh, before we go, uh, some really bad news in the Empire. Um, yeah. I found out today, it happened yesterday, we lost our good friend and uh, fan, Evan Franz. Um, he was, I met him the first time when I was still doing radio. He was a, he, he's a diehard Red Sox fan. Um, and through Make-A-Wish, we were able to get together and get him a full trip. So I, I say we, I was able to be part of handing him the trip, Make-A-Wish and Coach Bam Bam over at uh, Albany got it together where he went to the spring training for the Sox. And from that day, Evan has busted my butt about being a Yankee fan. Um, even like, you know, even on the field for the Empire Games, you know, go over, high five him, say hi to him and his dad as quick as I can. And I'd get a quick, aren't you glad you're here instead of watching your Yankees lose? Something like like each, you know, each time. So um, the kid fought his ass off. He did more things than most. And uh, we, we're, we're sad he's not going to be around anymore. Yeah. Um, to the friends, family, um, I'll just say this. As a Christian, um, he's going home and he has no pain and he's home and he's waiting for you and you'll see him again. Yeah. And uh, I've always, I've always said coach that like the sign of greatness is how quick stories about you turn from tears to laughter. And uh, this, this kid was so tough coach. You, you love this. You'll respect the hell out of this. A local high school lets him take an at bat in a game. The kid pitching to him, you know, he's trying to place it perfectly. And you know what happens when you try to place a pitch perfectly? He didn't miss. Bang him, did he? Oh, okay. he bang him right in the face. And Evan went down like a ton of bricks, got right back up because he's a tough. He was a tough son of a bitch. He was great kid, tough son. Of, and I love like I saw him a couple days later, and he's just like, I'm like, you know, you're supposed to use the bat, and he just laughed at me, and he like, you know, screw you, Levac. And I was like, yep, that's fair, but that's a, that's the kind of guy he was. So we too uh, we young, but. Too young, but, um, you know, just trust in your faith. And um, my deepest, deepest condolences. You'll be sorely missed, Evan. And, um, you know, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you soon, my friend. Not too soon. Uh, we will see everybody soon. As soon as the schedule comes out, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put up a quick, you know, warning of how quick it's going to take us to get together and get on here. We'll send out the the messages on all the socials and we'll talk schedule with everybody. It's, it'll be, it will not be far from now. I, I'll, I'll make that prediction. Uh, coach, love you, brother. Good talking to you. Love and you I'll be talking to you shortly. I'm sure everybody uh, have a great one and coach go empire. Go empire.